you do me a favor? Depends what it is. Can you say episode nine? Is that all? Yep. What now? Yes. Episode nine. Thank you. Toronto, Ontario, Canada. This is Bailey on the Bays. Hello, uh, I'm Valerie. I'm Matt. Hello. There's Matt over there, and we're watching. We're at home, and we're watching the final of the Bodypoker.com Snooker Shooter from Blackpool. And it's been weird, but all in all, I guess it's been kind of entertaining. Part of what's been entertaining about it is uh, guys who oh, you haven't seen in ages. Not, not well, some old guys, but second tier, third tier guys. Guys near the bottom of the top 64 have shown themselves quite well and have been upsetting all over the place because it's 10 minutes, 10 minutes, one frame, knockout, and a shot clock. Uh, first it's 20 seconds and that's 15 when it says 15 second shot clock in operation. And so it's anybody's game, so it's been pretty interesting. Stephen Lee did quite well, God bless him, and so did uh, Martin Gould. I think he's going to have a top break at 131, which is pretty fucking impressive. 135. 135, sorry. <clears throat> All right, now, uh, as usual, that's not what this episode is about. A couple weeks ago, we went to Mississauga <clears throat> to uh, Monte Carlo Billiards and whatever the heck it is to uh, Jim Weich's um, nine ball, six ball, six, six red yeah. tournament. God, jeez. It's snooker, and it's on Monday nights. And you may remember Jim Weich as being not only a great Canadian snooker player, but the guy who helped Matt find his cue again. And um, so gave it a shot and had a really great time. So I brought this new iPod touch with the recording thing of mine. And so in glorious mono, you can enjoy various moments from uh, our trip to uh, Monte Carlo. So hey. Hey. Hey there. We have ventured to the wilds of Mississauga. Uh, Where everything looks the same. On the Mississauga bus and uh, we're waiting to get off on uh, Mattawa so we can go to Monte Carlo. Let's see if we Billiards. can miss the stop again, shall we? Ah, uh, let's not see we did. Um, Sorry, we're, we're keeping our ears and eyes out for where we're trying to, to get off for this tournament. East of Mattawa Drive. Mattawa. Mattawa. Because we're never on this. I think we've got a ways to go because it comes to a point where we're like, are we there yet? Oh, there's the brick. I bet it's next. Yeah. Yay! There we go. Draw. Stop requested. Yeah, darn right. It is. Ow. Okay. All right, here we go. The over there. Get. Ah! 
It looked still like something fell, but nothing did, did it? I don't think so. The bus move away. I don't think so. Like it might hit that and gone under the bus. Yeah, it could have. Make sure. I think we're okay. Well, it won't. We have to cross now. Come on. Oh, shut up. It'll be fine. What if it was a badger? Was that a live shark? Was that a fuckology? Was that a fuck off, Chris? <laughs> no, that was me telling you to shut up. Because we have to cross this very wide road in order to get over here. Fuck you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. All right, we're here at one of Mississauga's billions of plazas. Walking past the At Cafe, which is the only place I know of in this complex that has Wi-Fi. But that's not where we're going. I would say this is a bit of a, a fairly unusual event because we're way early. <laughs> By way early, we mean 20 minutes. Yeah. There you go, because we've had chance to get her a bit early we're opposite side of the road now and there's a bit of a promenade above the building never really noticed that before well yeah you I may have done it. okay yeah there's a hallway because there's a there's a gym up there <coughs> above the baklava king or the baklava king hun you see i'm such a focused sportsman that i would never have noticed that because for the last I'm... half hour you've been focused on not having a wee I'm normally well focused by now. Stay on. <laughs> you get to the table, you're not even well focused <laughs> by then. That's <laughs> not entirely true. Yes, yeah, it is actually. Entirely. <laughs> okay. Approaching good old Monte Carlo. Matt's played here twice before, and one of those times he lost his cue. <coughs> Loser, I, I, I filed it. <laughs> I filed it in the office. And uh -huh. I sort of forgot, but sort of fortunately, Jim White didn't. <coughs> there it is, Monday night, six red snooker tournament, $20 entry fee, handicap starts at 7.30 sharp. Sharp, he says. That's what, that is exactly what Jim said on the phone. He said, you've got to be here at half past. Yep. <coughs> All right, here we go. Hey, is that Eagle Audi over there? Yeah, that's to uh, Jim's chance. Jim? Oh, all right. Matt, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. Eddie. Hi. Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? We're playing, we're playing for chips. Do. That's my nice I know, these hey. are the draw chips. Oh, are they? Oh, okay. What else do That's what I call them. That's life in the fast lane, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, so Salmon's coming. Oh, oh. Yeah, I got Mr. Arif. Yeah, he's in. Jonko's coming. <coughs> okay, I gotta go get Mercure's coming. Tell me right in the link, bro. No, I'll, I'll go ask him and Big Joe. They might both play. Fight some Mr. Uh, Sun. But I gotta go get. What's that? 
I expect John's son, he would have been coming down, but he's got work in the morning. Yeah, well, yeah. It's, it doesn't go too late, though, to be honest. No, but that's yeah. what I feel. 11.30, because I start... 11.30, 12.30, we'll Yeah? 2 to 3 is fast. Yeah. How best for 2 to 3 is quick. Oh, it's 2 to 3? Okay. It either goes on for the winter or it just... Yeah, it's wrong. Oh, yeah, that'll be fine. I had next to both of them the first, and then afterwards, that first was much better. I like it better. Yeah, yeah, because if you're playing, you're playing anyway. Two or three, no matter, if you're winning, you keep going, you're still playing, you're still playing nine games, ten games. To be honest, Eddie, as well, to be honest, if you sort of lose early, sort of stick around for a bit as well. You can do that. There's no pain if you lose early because you can't say, I did this or I got, it's over fast. Yeah. yeah. No pain. Yeah. yeah. It's not like you got to the course in like three hours and then you're like, well, yeah, what was the it. point in that? <coughs> cool, I desperately need the bathroom, can't remember where it is. Oh, right. It's down that down towards oh, yeah, the football and then down yeah. the hall. <laughs> For the record, uh, Monte Carlo is, I'm counting, it's narrow, um, but long. As a club, there's like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, wait a minute, I may have miscounted that. Because all the tables look really similar to me, I can't, for a second there, I couldn't tell how many were snooker and how many were full. <laughs> That's embarrassing. No, one, two, three, four, five, five snooker tables, and then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight pool tables, and then there's this other room where there's one, two, three, four, five more pool tables. Bar along the side, football, regular size TV screens, and uh, lights over each uh, table with fringe along the side, along the edges on the main area. They make it 90, Game over. 95% of the time. 95% they're going to win the frame. Yeah, there's so many one one visit wins. It's unreal. Yeah, you know, forget the centuries. They, they yeah. don't care yeah, about that. Insane, anyway. uh, Jimmy. You remember Stephen Henry? He run every time he got on the wheel. Everything changed. He just him. There were only the thing is that he back then there was maybe three or four guys: John Higgins, Stephen, and O'Sullivan when he came. And now there's like twenty of them like that. And more. Even some of the even some of the guys in the qualifiers now in the PTCs, um, there's probably twenty or thirty there's, guys you know there. Something? You go into their bios. The next time you're bored, <laughs> go into the World Snooker Association, go into the players, and you go into their bios. Look at their high runs. Mm. Every one of them's made a one four seven. Every one. Every one of them. But not not like a, a tournament one four seven. Yeah. 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 They're all capable. Yeah. I guess what separates the men from the boys is like which tournaments are able to pull that off. But they all have the capability of doing it. What separates the men from the boys is the fact that they're all they are all doing it in tournaments now. Yeah. Yeah. Next. Come on, uh, I'm the big fat zero.
Oh, good for you. Yeah, if, uh, I was supposed to be starting at 11 according to somebody else. Ooh. Yeah, it wasn't Doesn't matter, it's, ran it's random anyway. No, I mean uh, the handicap. But it came three people who decided the handicap. They decided they were. Start me on stage. <laughs> I won the first round. It's good. <laughs> good win there. You missed one ball. I won the first game. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pay. Oh, <laughs> do I? Yeah. It depends oh, what I got. Twenty-six cents. Four oh, matches and you're good. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know yet. Go ahead, Phil. Thank you. Bigger point. Phil, you pick your man. Three. I'll be playing Paul Mercure, sorry, Paul, not Paul Mercure, the other Paul and John Cole. Paul and John Cole, right here. Paul <laughs> and Oh. Kadar, Joe Pullitz, right here. Kadar, Joe Pullitz, front table. You guessing? Oh, you're over there. Okay. That's not quite as bad. John H. and Sam I. John H. Samai, right here. Not me and John, not John. Yeah. If it was John, he's gonna... So how'd that go? Well, at the end of the hardest shot ever, it's carry on, didn't I? <laughs> well, look, there's so many reasons why I had to play that blue. The, the most difficult shot ever. The most difficult shot ever. Well, it was. I was under pressure to play. Yes, because if, you... if I'd finished just harder, I could just roll blue in the middle. <laughs> soft, too hard, I'd do okay. Mm -hmm. Too soft, I was okay. <laughs> Dead on, I was okay. But I had to lamp it in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did it. You did it when it counted. <laughs> you did, didn't when it didn't count. But you did it when it counted. No, it counted then. Yeah, no, 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 I know, I know, I know. I'm saying the fact that you <coughs> got yourself into that position is Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was, that was kind of good. Because I knew there were a few sneaky eyes looking right. Yeah. So I, I knew that. And, were and were you guys were... the last ones to finish your first round? Oh, I hope so. I think so. <laughs> You're the Ed and Terry of the nine of the, of the six round. It's, it's really, world. yeah, there's, it's not, it's nowhere near uh, the enthusiasm for it that there once was. More than anything, what he's had to adjust to, what, what's actually been harder, has been the style of play. Oh, yeah. Because he didn't, he didn't realize that, and I'm only learning this as well, that he didn't realize when he was watching Cliff Thorburn play back in the day when he was a kid, that he would come to a country where he'd be facing half the guys are playing in the style of football, grinding, slow, take your time. Joking. He was a Kirk Stevens guy. Joking. That's a crazy style. Yeah. Yeah, Kirk, Kirk had a few really, really productive years there. I brought Kirk down to Tennessee. Really? brought him down there to play a guy named Billy Johnson. His real name was Wade Crane, but he used the road name of Billy Johnson. Huh. He was the U.S. 9-ball champion, U.S. 8-ball champion, 
and uh, they played six ball down here, five by ten snooker table. I wanted to play Billy uh, Snooker on a. There was one twelve, one six by twelve in Tennessee, in a, play, in a, in a town called Knoxville. Yeah, I've, I've been through there. Have you been? Have you been through that? I, I, I come from Ohio, and I've. Played oh, whereabouts in Ohio? Uh, Cleveland. I was born. Okay. Yeah, I was in Cleveland. I never spent much time there. So it's so it, it's you you and Kirk down in Knoxville at the, at the only vaguely thing you can call a snooker table in, in Tennessee. No, we found this now. six by twelve. There were two rooms, and the second room, the guy was a bit of a bug for snooker, so he bought it for himself, and it was a snooker table, a six by twelve British snooker table. That's one man out of a million, right? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I uh, I wanted to play Billy Johnson's snooker. Because yeah. I knew I could beat him. But the guy I was with, who was from down there, said, Joe, you can't play him. He says, you can play him on a small table. You might beat him, but you might not. He says, if we can get a guy like Kirk Stevens. I says, well, Kirk is a buddy of mine. He says, really? I said, yeah. And he had just come back from England. He says, you can get him to come. I says, if I tell him to come, he'll come. Because you know that there'll be a score there. Yeah, yeah. So, uh... We were partying. He knew a lot of people around there. We were partying around there. I said, as soon as we get back, he'll be back from England. I know where he goes to play. And, uh, so I talked to him, and um, he says, yeah, I'll go down. So he went down, and he beat Billy, he beat Billy Johnson out of 6000 bucks, which back in 78 wasn't too bad. But we got very unlucky, because I'll tell you why. Uh, we, we made the game from up here. And then Billy Johnson went to Oklahoma to play some guy Medford. So he was gone for a week when we were there. So we're just waiting around, waiting around, waiting around. Now, while we were waiting, there were gambling joints back there. And one of the guys that owned the gambling joints in Tennessee always used to put money on Billy Johnson. So as Billy Johnson come back, this guy was an ad, this bookmaker was like a fanatic, fanatical golfer. Okay. He had a trip planned to South Carolina to play golf. As Billy came back, he went to South Carolina, so he wasn't there when they played, or else we get more action than we got, and who knows what we could have Yeah. So we were basically playing for Billy's money, and this this guy used to hang around with Weasel. That, that's what they called him, Weasel. He was a little fat guy, right? Always chewing on tobacco and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, he used to carry a derringer in his back pocket. Yeah. It's right out of a movie. You know? yeah, yeah, well, you yeah. know what it's like. Yeah. Some of those people in Ohio are, uh, you know, some of them are rednecks. Yeah, oh, heavens. You know, it's like when you get into northern Michigan, you know uh -huh. what I mean? Oh, yeah. But when and you get in that south, when you get into Tennessee, Kentucky, Georgia, yeah, boy, yeah, that yeah. was, that's another world down there. Uh-huh. And then you got money involved and... Yeah, but I'll tell you something, we had no problem. Yeah. I think they sort of welcome somebody coming through, giving them action, you know. But, uh, well, yeah, because it's like. Well, he shot you know, the lights out. Right. <laughs> what happened? Did you win? Did you not win? What happened? Yeah, I, I won. Okay. I was one. I was one up, went one okay. one, and one okay. two one. Okay. 
I, this is what seems I'm, I'm still I'm still learning to be able to watch a match and have a conversation at the same time. This is seems to be my pattern with these matches. I, I used to play six reds in England, and I was always the same way. I'd wit, I'd start really really well, and then get comfortable with it, and then think, oh, well, I can afford to lose a couple here, and then get, oh, and then it would come to a decider. That isn't, and just, then I, that isn't just six reds where you do that. But even more so. This match is supposed to be over already. You're playing the decider. <laughs> yeah. That's, he tends to jump ahead of himself sometimes. thing that I've noticed, whether it's fluke or not, it seems that Jim's got a, every round going at the same sort of time, it's like there's some, you know, some round that's miles behind. There's the man himself on the table. Totally borking that shot. <laughs> So let's see, we've got, we've got Jim White on table practicing shots with Grace Nakamura watching him. Okay. Just your typical Monday night. <laughs> Yeah, no, Grace walked in with a cue and said, Jim, can you hit a couple of shots with that cue? Ah, okay. I think she's been, well, maybe not sponsored, but she's been asked to try a new cue. Ah. But, I should know this, that's a pull cue, though. Yeah, it's, I think it's predator. Wow. Sort of cute that should never be uh, used on a snake table. Yeah. <laughs> but great, you know, Grace will use anything on any table. She's not. Yeah, it doesn't take much to know if something's going to work. Well, I don't think she ever. Not ever, for people like this. They they they'll get it. Because she never uses a snake cue anyway. female yoga of pool. Yogi. Yeah, yogi. So it's fun seeing her on a snooker table with a pool cue. <laughs> oh, I think we're done under there. Yeah, I think they're waiting. Something. Yep, yep. Just heard the call of the gym. Thanks for coming. I like the I'm way you enjoy ball. watching me lose. No, <laughs> I, that's not what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. <laughs> John, John, John. Uh, it's open. Really nice yeah, balls. Sure, sure. Thanks. Yeah.
No, I enjoy playing, and um, I'll be down next week. Yeah. No, well, I like don't I said, when I get a break from the Ottawa night game. I'm going to play all play. And since you did None. <laughs> but no, so did you know that before you didn't win that game? Then it's 135 and 260. Do you know what I mean? That's, how much better is That's that? Return. That's return. That's ROI. Much, how much better is that in yeah. qualified? Mm -hmm. So I might as well not bother playing the next one. But my point being is that I absolutely get to the last stages of the qualifiers of the final. It means that means a little more to me because I'm sort of trying to get into the last stage of the qualifiers. But but for we put a lot of money as players. But for a good terms of money. But for getting a return on money and a good time, this is you can't beat this. Well, I'll come down every Monday. It's it's, kind of, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, and if you can, if you play it like. Uh, regular half the time you know, then there's a big tournament I say every 46 weeks when I'm 15 there's a thousand dollars I'm going, I'm going skiing with you that's worth it a nice prize money in the next 46 weeks and this guy too right? Yeah, pretty good day to be around. <laughs> people come you know in. I know what they can stand easy here. 24, 30 kilos easy. I mean, how much easier is that than winning money in the quarter? I was like one match away from Not 65, bad. two matches away from 130, and one match after that away from 260. And you get to make shots that make Chris Nakamura go, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that from across the room. Nice. Yeah, that, that, that's fine. I enjoyed that. Anyway. Well, it's a good vibe. Return on investment. It's 11 o'clock. Well, I've just pretty much played some snooker there. Yeah. It's partially the, the place, but... Right. It's mostly the people. Put it this way: if if this club was right next door to the annex in the in the annex area, but if you had different people, would be the same. The club as it is. Yeah. Where would I go? Hmm. Let me think. Hmm. Yeah. But if it was populated with the same people. I'd come in here, it's darker, it's not full of groups of teenage irritating people, and if they are irritating, they're over there. They're far away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, you've got people who seem to enjoy being with each other. You'll notice who's at the center of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I think it, that matters. But that was always the same at um, the place when it was down at uh, Mississauga, the place I used to go to before. It was the, uh, Eddie's place? 
There was always a hotbed of players. Not necessarily playing, but... Yeah, but hanging out, at least. And admiring other people playing. Not like, I'm getting my thing done and then I'm getting out of here. Yeah. It's called a community. night and now it's uh it's two months after we recorded all that including the beginning so long i can't remember where we and it ended up really it was the first time uh you competed in the six reds at uh monte carlo oh okay since then uh matt's been a few more times and uh and last night uh got to the semi-finals yeah which was one yeah, you. one step further than i got before yay nice and um yay. Raw. And then Sunday, um, there's going to be a bigger tournament. <clears throat> First one they've done, I think. It's a bit higher stakes, and uh, word is that uh, Jim White has been entertaining calls from some Canadian snooker luminaries to compete. Indeed. Uh, the rumours are that it could be a Cliff Thorburn and mm. a Kirk Stevens. Possibly. The reason I've been going to a few more events is because I, once you've played five, mm -hmm. you get in on this you, thing for for twenty five bucks to enter. But these guys have got to play; they've got to pay one hundred and fifty dollars because they haven't played five. Yeah. So all this money goes into the pot. Pretty nice. And there's an estimation that the winner could walk away with two thousand dollars. Sweet. Which would be rather good. Yes. Right now. So yay, Jim. And yay, Jim. Yay, yeah. everybody at Monte Carlo for being awesome. Mm. And um, we may have some audio from that in a couple episodes, and fuck knows when that's ever going to be. Because first, we've I've got uh, audio from an uh, episode where we went up to Sudbury, and so that should be uh, coming up hopefully soon. I've got time to edit things. So uh, if you have... Uh, things to say to us, uh, comments and questions and whatnot. Uh, the email is baileyonthebays at gmail.com. The blog to uh, where these episodes are, and you can subscribe so you don't have to go to the trouble of looking for them, is at uh, baileyonthebays.blogspot.com. We also have helpful links of information related to these things that we talk about. And we have a Tumblr uh, called Basality, uh, which is just silly things, usually. Uh, photos, audio, videos, whatnot about uh, snooker. That's uh, updated way more frequently than these podcasts are. So you might want to keep up that way that, yes, we actually do pay attention to snooker on a fairly daily basis. But it's often silly <clears throat> things like uh, Dominic Dale walking down the red carpet in China and things like that. Yes, um, yeah. uh, your latest supervillain on Hawaii Five-0. And I did a, uh, I did a Storify uh, collecting some of the best of uh, Mark Allen's uh, Twitter retweet festival uh, while he was terribly bored at the World Open, which he won. 
Um, so that and more at basality.tumblr, with no E, uh, dot com. So that's lots of stuff. Yeah, just one last thing. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. <laughs> what? I'm going to do a Columbo on you. Just what? One, just one last thing. What? Another yay to uh, Monte Carlo. Why? Well, they've done the only thing in... For those of you who don't know, but Canada, Canada is a dying snooker desert at the moment. That's what this whole podcast is about, Yes, on. yeah, well, the point being, Monte Carlo have put in two brand new snooker tables. That's right, thank you for reminding me. They've, there are more tables than I counted in earlier in this episode, so yay yeah. them for uh, the doing first, that. They're the first club to be showing some uh, development and progress. So Wicked. That's great. Sweet, thanks. Yes. So, thanks again, and uh, we'll be around soon, hopefully. Bye. Bye.